Hey everyone. Welcome back to another episode of These Are the Valleys. Y'all, I have got some encouraging words for you today. It is a happy Thursday. Um, well, technically it's Wednesday, but y'all know what's dropping on Thursday. So just follow me, follow me. It's a happy Thursday because I have some great words of exhortation for you. Exhortation just being a really wonderful biblical word for encouragement. Um, so I was Bible studying with the girls on Monday night. We were in Numbers chapter 22 verse 20 through 35, and it was about the story of Balaam the prophet and him riding on his donkey and his donkey actually talking back to him. Very, very interesting story, kind of comedic, so y'all should definitely go and check that out. Numbers 22, verse 20 through 35, there is a talking donkey, I can guarantee. All I can hear in my voice is the voice, all I can hear in my voice. All I can hear in my head is the voice of Eddie Murphy. So y'all should definitely check that out if y'all have seen Shrek. Okay, on to real, real news here. In the story, I'm gonna give y'all a quick synopsis and I'm gonna give y'all the Jasmine version so it might be a little ratchet. Bear with me. So it's this guy named Balaam, right? Balaam is a prophet. He hears from God and he reports back. So there's this country named Moab, right? We're going to call it Motown, right? So Motown had a king. They saw that the Israelites were parked next to them. They was camping out next to them. And they was like, dang, it's a lot of Israelites. We got to do something about that. Um, Yeah, because they're going to take up all the resources. Like, I got to have my food. They're going to take up all the knotless braids, bookings. I'm going to need them to go. So... The king is like, yeah, reach out to Balaam because we know Balaam blesses and curses people and let's have him curse them. They reach out to that boy Balaam. They took a divination fee, y'all. They literally took money to this man and was like, yo, come curse these folks for us. We gonna pay you. Balaam went to God about it. God said, uh-uh, my people is blessed. You can't curse those who I've blessed, first of all, period. Then um, the people go back to the king They um, and the king's like, uh-uh, take some more money. And he sends more dignified people, right? So he sends the best of the best and the most of the most over to Balaam. And Balaam is like, listen, let me talk to the Lord because I'm not moving until the Lord tells me to move. God tells him, okay, since these people came and um, are, are like summoning you, go with them. So Balaam wakes up the next morning. He gets on his donkey. And he gets on the road. Long story short, an angel of the Lord gets in his way three times and he's not able to see it, but his donkey is able to see it. So his donkey, each of those three times when it sees the angel of the Lord, it detours, it um, tries to run, it tries to hide, it even lays down. So um, after Balaam is seeing like the donkey uh, basically detouring and doing these things that he hasn't told the donkey to do. Like he's beating the donkey, trying to get the donkey back on the path. Y'all, it's such a word in here. I can't even break it all the way down. But finally, God opens the mouth of the donkey the third time. And the donkey is like, why are you hitting me? Like, why are you beating me? Am I not, have I not been your good and faithful donkey? Have I not always taken you where you needed to go, my boy? Why is you beating me up? And then God opened Balaam's eyes and he was able to see the angel of the Lord standing there with the sword drawn. And then the angel said the same thing. Like, why are you beating your donkey? Um, he was like, surely if the donkey proceeded, I was going to kill you and I was going to spare the donkey. So really the donkey saved your life. So you really need to say sorry to the donkey. Okay. So, um, basically God had to check Balaam's heart before he sent him back on the road and then God let him go back or go, uh, continue on his 
journey to his destination, okay? That is the setup, y'all. That is the setup. Now, let me get to the part that had really, really blessed me. There is a lot in this passage. This is what I call a pregnant passage. It's a passage that gives birth to so much, so much good word, so much uh, revelation, so much encouragement. It's a great passage. Y'all should definitely go check it out. Um, But I'm just going to focus on one part that really, really stood out to me and that I really needed to hear. So throughout the course of the story, as you heard, Balaam was on this path that the angel of the Lord was trying to correct him on. And yet each time when the correction was taking place, when the donkey was helping him out to avoid destruction, he would beat the donkey to get back on course. How many of us have been walking on a path or going down a certain path or trying to complete a certain journey. And we keep beating our donkey when we keep getting detours. We keep fighting our way back on that path when we feel so much friction from the Lord. When we see that things that used to be faithful, like the donkeys in our lives, beginning to act differently. This is a key moment for us to stop and ask God what he is trying to say to us. Because when people or things or situations or systems in your life, whatever your donkey looks like, when it starts to act unusual, it may be time to check in with the Lord. And this is not the part that really, you know, um, edified me. I'm going to get to it, but I have to break all this down first. So what we're seeing here is God had to correct Balaam before he could continue his journey. Balaam made a mistake three times and was beaten on an innocent donkey. Right? But what did God do? This is the part, y'all. What did God do? God corrected Balaam and then sent him back on his way. This was a huge blessing for me. I think I'm one of those people that really struggles with the concept of um, getting out of God's will. And then somehow it's still prospering you anyway. Romans 8, 28, I have to remind myself and fight those lies of the enemy um, all the time. Because what he wants you to believe, what the enemy wants you to believe is that when you mess up, God is not going to forgive you. When you mess up, you have cheated yourself out of your blessing. When you mess up, you have cheated yourself out of your opportunity. But that is not the case. That is not what we see here. Yes, there are times in the Bible where people have, um, you know, shot themselves in the foot, so to speak, and not been able to do whatever God has called them to do, i.e. King Saul. But there are also places in the Bible where God is forgiving. And we have to realize that God's only answer is not no. It's not just yes and no with God. Sometimes it's a wait or not yet or a pause. And so this was really, really blessing for me. Uh, yeah, this really, really blessed me because as somebody who struggles with that concept, it was great to see somebody mess up multiple times and God still give them the same assignment. Y'all. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's go back to the correction. God corrects those who he loves. This is what Proverbs says, right? God rebukes those only whom he loves, like a father corrects or rebukes his son. God's correction is always for our protection. God's correction is always, always, always for our protection. And the sooner we learn that, the better. Because the less brat-like we're going to be, the less discouraged we're going to be, the less disappointed and frustrated and angry we're going to be because we realize whatever God is trying to stop us from was going to lead to our own destruction.
period. Um, the second point here is that a pause is not a cancellation or as people say, delay is not denial. Here we see God literally trying to stop Balaam in the middle of the road. He sent his angel to stop Balaam in the middle of the road. But did he cancel Balaam's whole mission? No, he still sent Balaam on his way. And this was so freeing for me because sometimes I feel like, you know, according to human standards, when you get punished, sometimes the consequence is you can't go out no more. In America, we got this thing called being grounded. You know what I mean? <laughs> All social activities for you is canceled from here on out because you made a mistake. But with God, it is not so. It is not so, y'all. We see such a merciful and forgiving and good God letting us dang near off the hook. You know what I mean? He still said what he had to say, but he still lets us go. And that to me is a beautiful picture of God's character. It's a beautiful picture of the Christian walk. It's a beautiful picture of um, just how we really pale in comparison to him. Like God is just so good. I can't even put it into words. Good is the best I can do. And hopefully good is enough <laughs> because <laughs> like y'all, he is so good. I can't imagine. But it's this last thing. All of that really hit me. But it's this last thing that I really wanted to harp on because y'all, I had the revelation when reading this that God still trusts me. God still trusts me. Remember in this story, Balaam is not some regular average Joe God is correcting. Balaam is a prophet. He is how the people hear from God. And he messed up right before he got where he was supposed to go to say what he was supposed to say and do what he was supposed to do. And God still let him go on his behalf. Are you joking? Are you kidding me? Does that not give anybody else goosebumps? Am I the only person that is deeply impacted by that truth? That God still trusts you to do the mission. God still trusts you to fulfill that purpose. God still trusts you to answer that calling. God still trusts you in that marriage. Are you kidding me? We all make mistakes. All have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. But God still sends us out on a mission. God still sends us to represent him. If I were God, I wouldn't trust none of us. I wouldn't trust a soul. Are you kidding me? <laughs> because we go fail every time. We go fail. We are going to fail, but God still lets us go. That is so encouraging. That is so, so encouraging, y'all. And I hope that that was encouraging for you. I hope that set somebody free from condemnation, from shame, from guilt, from fear that if they messed up, God would revoke something from them. No, God can still correct you and bless you. Correction is not absence of blessing. Correction itself is a blessing. But you can have the correction and the calling. You can have both. And that hadn't occurred to me before, for real, for real. Like, it really wasn't a strong truth in my spirit. I didn't have any word to look at and stand on when it came to that. And now I do. And now you do too. So I would encourage y'all to go read Numbers 22, 20 through 35 with that lens. See how God trusts Balaam. 
See how God corrects and then still calls Balaam. Because Balaam goes on to do great things. He goes on to bless the Israelites heavily, very heavily, very heavily. But yeah, y'all, like it's just crazy to think about. There have been so many times in my life where I felt like I should have disqualified myself from God's love. I should have disqualified myself from God's blessings. Are you kidding me? Y'all, your girl went wild in college. Hello? But then even when I came back to the Lord for real, for real, from like 2021 and on, I still fell short, y'all. I was still falling short left and right. I fall short every single day, every day. I'm a work in progress. I tell y'all this all the time. God is not done with me. I am not a super saint by any means. But how can I not love? How can we not love somebody that loves us like this? Like, this is wild. This is a crazy level of love. Like, incomprehensible to my little human heart. Incomprehensible. But I have to try every day to comprehend it. And it's from that place of comprehension that we can continue to meet and exceed in this earth. That we can continue to go out and do the calling. That we can continue to go out and be the salt and the light of the earth. So yeah, y'all, it's not a super long episode today, but it is very encouraging. Just continue to remember that God still trusts you. That God can correct you and still call you. It is possible, okay? And he loves you. Like, this is a beautiful picture of his love, if not nothing else. So yeah, y'all. I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.